Alright, so I'll share with you a few words. You know, Shabbos. Yeah, you know, when it comes to the, the, the time of Matzah Shabbos, it's like a funny, it's a funny tzkufa. Because it very much feels like um, those that those are sensitive to Shabbos, which we all are. So very often, Matzah Shabbos feels like a, like a nosedive, you know, it's like moving, especially, it's, an, it's, it's always an interesting thing because Shabbos, the, you know, the, the, the height of Shabbos is not like in the middle of the day. The height of Shabbos is at the end by the time of Shal Shuddas. And so it's like ironic, you're going, you know, from the beginning of Friday night, keep on going higher and higher and more Tzvekis and higher Madrekis until you get to Shal Shuddas. And then like Mamish, it doesn't like trickle down. It, uh, you manage fall into Yemayi so it becomes a difficult thing to do, to handle, to um, to experience. But there's a there's a site, mamish a pelatikazach that we find by the Taras Chacham by the Talmud of the Rashash, the uh, Mekubalim. That the Taras Chacham he, he writes this kids are, but he, he hints to this idea that to a certain degree Matzah Shabbos is holier than Shabbos. Matzah Shabbos is holier than Shabbos, and it doesn't it feels like a Yerida, but the truth is it's mamish and Aliyah. So how can we understand such a thing? Okay. The whole meaning of, of, of Shabbos is deeply connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Yismach Moshe Rabbeinu. We say by Shabbos, Davening Mizmashir, L'yom Shabbos is Rosh Hashanah, L'moshe. The Riyad Kodesh says that Friday night, that, that we, we know that according to Chazal, all the crowns that we had by our Sinai, so we had to give them up because of the Chet Ego. And uh, Chazal say that they were all given to Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rizal brings down, it's from the Zara Kaddish, it's already hinted in the Zara Kaddish, that every Friday night, Moshe Rabbeinu descends from Gan Eden with all the tzaddiki emes to return their crowns to the Jewish people on Shabbos. He said the whole Indian of, 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 of Shabbos is deeply connected to Moshe Rabbeinu and our connection to Moshe Rabbeinu. And then you go to Matzah Shabbos, and Matzah Shabbos, well, it, 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 it seemingly shifts from Moshe to David, to David HaMelech. So we have to understand this. What is this... What is the shift from Shabbos to Matzah Shabbos? Is it Yerida? Is it Naliyah? What's the what's this connection between Moshe and David? All right, so we, had, we just had a, a Siyam on Chumash. I made a Siyam on Chumash, so it's good to to mention that to talk about the you know to speak about it in, in that frame. So we know that when you when you when you go through Chumash, so there's a clear beginning, there's a clear end. So Bereshis is the beginning, right? That's where everything starts. And it takes you to Vezoysa Bracha, that's the end. That's the end of Chumash. What's interesting is, though, is that, that that's, that's, that's true. That's how we open the Chumash. You know, first page is Reish, last page is Vezoysa Bracha. But the minute of Kali, so by Simcha Torah, is what? Is that you started from Reishas, right? Parshish Reishas. Eventually you get to Vezoysa Bracha by, by Simcha Torah, by Shemini Atzeres. But then we don't just end with Vezoysa Bracha. We then immediately go to Parshish Reishas. So again, there's different ways how to think of it. Okay, it means like we're restarting again, okay. But in a certain sense, the, 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 the way you can picture it almost is that what we're saying is, is that the truth is, you might have started from Bracious, and to a certain degree, Bracious is the beginning, and Vezai Sabrach is the end. But the truth is, once you get to the end of Vezai Sabrach, you realize that really Bracious is the end. It's almost, as if, it's almost as if we're saying that the end, that the beginning of Chumash is really, in truth, not only the beginning of Chumash, but that's also the end of Chumash. Almost as if Chumash begins with Breshis, and it actually ends with Parshish Breshis. So Simchas Torah, which is c- celebrating the completion of Torah, when is, how is Torah complete? What is the end of Chumash? So you think it's Vizay Sabrocha, but evidently the end is really Parshish Breshis, which ironically is its own beginning. So how does it make any sense?
All right, so here's the aside. I've mentioned this many, many times, different ways, but many, 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 many times. By, by, by us, by Yidin, there are two madregas of Amuna. There's two madregas of Amuna. One madrega is called Yehudit Hata, the lower unity. And one madrega of Amuna, higher madrega of Amuna, it's called Yehudit Ilah, the higher unity. What does that mean? So Yehudit Hata is very simple. Yehudit Hata is how we, how we think of things. Yehudit Hata is Parshish Bracious. Yehudit Hata is Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is hinted to in Parshish Bracious, right? It says in, it says in Pasuk, that the Rabbanu Shalom created the world. That he, uh, that, that, that he created the world. Chazal says the same letters as Avraham. Behibaram is Ba'avram. Because Avram Avinu, just as Barashas is the beginning of the creation, and Avram Avinu is connected to that because Avram Avinu is the beginning of Amuna. What's the beginning of Amuna? What's Avram Avinu's Amuna? So the Ramam says in Hilchas Avadizar how Avram Avinu found the Rabbanu Shalom. And it was. Uh, a nice abracious thick experience that Avram Avinu looked at the world and it's like I don't you know I, like it, it can't be that this is random it can't be the world came from nothing so there must be a creator and so he deduced you know philosophically and in different ways that there must be a creator he worked his way backwards and must be a creator in other words Avram Avinu represents what's called Yehudah to the lower unity what is the lower unity the lower unity means that there's taco world there's Apples and oranges. There's cups and there's plates. There's all t- sorts of zachin, but I'm going to discover the bari oilam from this world. But Yehudat Tatoa Ram Avinu means that there certainly is a, a, a physical reality, and that's where I function, and that's where I live, and I live on planet Earth. That's where I live, and that's where my head is. That's where my feet are. That's where I, that's what I operate in. It's just that from planet Earth. I'm able to not only deduce that there's a creator, but I serve the creator. But I serve the creator from planet Earth. That, that's Yehudatato. That's Avram Avinu. That's Avram Avinu. And so that's the beginning of Amun. And that's Parshish Bracious. But then eventually, as you travel through Chomish, and so to speak, as you travel up the ladder of Amun, you start with Avram Avinu, but then you end by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was Zaysabrach. Zaysabrach, the whole parsha of Zaysabrach, like I mentioned by the end of Yantif, the whole you know, the whole parsha of Zaysabrach is really just the Jewish people expressing and Moshe Rabbeinu expressing to us our iskashas with each other that we love Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu loves us. The Zaysabrach is uh, just a celebration of Moshe Rabbeinu, like I even quoted the last couple of psukim. It's all about the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. So you start with Avram Avinu, that's Yehuda Tato, and then you move to the Zaysabrach, that's Moshe Rabbeinu, that's called Yehuda Ilah, the higher unity. What's the higher unity? So whereas Avram Avinu, what Maisid, what what Bracious means is that, that that you're firmly rooted and living on planet Earth. That's called uh, just from planet Earth. You remember there's a Creator. You believe in the Creator. You serve the Creator. But Maisha Rabbeinu means you're not living on planet Earth. Maisha Rabbeinu, Maisha Rabbeinu, uh, like I was talking about this morning, Maisha Rabbeinu is bechlal. It says in Pasuk regarding Maisha Rabbeinu, he's called Maisa's name Maisha. Because he was drawn out of the water. The Maral writes in many places that the water that Moshe Rabbeinu was drawn out, and it's a funny thing that that's his name. Okay, it happens to be he was t- saved from water. Maral says that water always represents chaymer, represents physical, earthly matter. Right? The Pasuk even describes in, in, in creation, that there was water seemingly from before creation. So water always represents that which is earthly, that which is material. That's why the morale says that that uh, 
that water has a quality of like it's shapeless. It doesn't have its own personality. It's whatever you know. You you know you put uh, you you throw you throw a rock into the water. So for that moment, like if you can like if you if for that moment as the rock goes into the into the pond into the the into the into the pool whatever it is for that moment the water takes on the shape of the rock, right? And so water is shapeless. It's completely passive. It's it's just waiting to be manipulated. That's what water is. So water represents physical reality. It doesn't have its own zikh. It doesn't have its own, doesn't have its own idea. It's, uh, all it is is what it is. All it is is, is what it's affected, what it's, what it's acted upon. Maishu Rabbeinu is called Maishu Kivin. He's raised from the water. He was drawn from the water. Maishu Rabbeinu is not water. Maishu Rabbeinu is kulay, kulay tzura. Maishu Rabbeinu is altogether... He, he, he's not really found on planet Earth. You know that's why even when even the even the, when a person's buried, so that would be you know when the neshama leaves the body, all that's left is like the earthly part of the person, and that's why they're placed in planet Earth. But the the, the pella with Maishar Benu is that even after his estalkus and his body is placed in the world, we don't. Yadish is it says in pasuk that no one knows where Maishar is buried. No one knows where Maishar is buried. How can you not know where Maishar is buried? Mela the neshama of Maishar Benu. You don't know where the neshama is because the neshama of Maishar Benu is. We give him miraimis from the highest of places, but the body of Moshe Rabbeinu. The answer is even the body of Moshe Rabbeinu is bchalal, not mihayal. The Vilna Gaon writes, it says in pasuk la'yode ishes kfurasai that no man knows where Moshe is buried. The Gaon brings down that according to Chazal, the word ish is a code word for Moshe. Va'ish Moshe anav ma'id. La'yode ishes kfurasai says the Vilna Gaon. If Pelat even Moshe doesn't know where he's buried. Even Moshe doesn't know he's buried. And the, and the Vilna Gaon says that that Torah is emes. And whenever that pasuk is, that whenever, you know, throughout throughout history until the end of time, that pasuk is always going to be read. Says the Vilna even Maisim Mashiach, Like we're not. There's always going to be like to be masik to grasp Maisha Rabbeinu is always beyond. No matter what Madriga we get to, Maisha is always beyond that. Even Maisha Rabbeinu doesn't can't be masik Maisha Rabbeinu. That's the Vilna so as Moshe Rabbeinu means Yichud Yilah, it's a higher unit. You bechlal not of your oldest is alakus. It's just iris and it's bechlal Shema Yisrael Shemakin Hashem Echad. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why again it's well known that Baruch Shem is considered to be a lower unity, right? And Shema Yisrael is the higher unity. Moshe says Shema Yisrael. Baruch Shem was something that Chazal added because Yaakovino and so on. But Moshe Rabbeinu himself in Chumash and Sefer Dvarim just says Shema Yisrael. As far as Moshe is concerned, that's a Muna. That's Yichud Yilah. So you move, and that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is <coughs> we don't we don't do work. We, I mean, even though we we participate in the world, that's a. But the said the holiness of Shabbos is the, the restfulness, the menuch of Shabbos. You know, someone asked me by uh, by the kiddush. I get random questions over there, but uh, <laughs> sometimes by the by so someone asked me by the kiddush. What's I think it was by the kiddush. One someone asked me, what does it mean that the rabbanu shalom rested on Shabbos? What does it mean? What does it mean that the rabbanu shalom rested? He didn't he didn't do anything. So I told them what it says in the Svarim, Chabad Chassidus were taught such an idea is that, is that when a person works, when a person does something, when you think of something particular or you do something particular with your hands or your feet, it means that the energy that is wrapped up, that's locked up in who you are essentially is then is being forced out of its uh, hiddenness, so to speak, and being forced into your extremities. So the energy, like when you're sitting passively, it's like... It's all contained within you, like your, even your thoughts are just like within yourself. And then all of a sudden when you want to do something, so then you have to move out of that hiddenness, so to speak, 
of that place of essence, and you start doing something in particular. Resting means that all those kaiches that until now have been forced into very specific jobs and tasks, all that energy is able to return to its essential source. That's what it means, Rabbi Nishon, rest on Shabbos. It means Shabbos is a day where everything returns to its essential root. Everything returns to its essential root. And the essential root of all things is Elokos, is Yichudi Law, is the higher unity. So Shabbos is Bechinus Meishu Rabbeinu. So you start from Breshis, that's Avram Avinu, and then you go to Meishu Rabbeinu, Vezoy Sabracha. And so that seems to be the end of the road. Like that's, you know, there's a statement from the Aptarav. The Aptarav said, of the Aptarav said, that first the Jew starts low. That's called Yichud Hatah. And then a person is Zaycha to go high. That's called Yichud Yilah. And then a person is Zaycha to go low again. That's called Yichud Hatah. The secret of Yiddishkeit is not Yichud Hatah. And the secret of Yiddishkeit is not Yichud Yilah. The secret of Yiddishkeit is to go from Yichud Yilah and to then go back down to Yichud Hatah, to go back down to planet Earth and to re and to reorient your vision of this world and to see it as a place that's not the opposite of Elikos, not a place that's, that's despite the fact that everything is physical, I still am able to remember that there's a God. The Iker Chiddush of Yiddishkeit and the Iker Job of Yiddishkeit of a Jew is once a person tastes that world of Shabbos, the Tachlis is to then have such a deep connection and bond with Elokos, that this world becomes a place in which the Rabbani Shlomo is mamish tangible and experiential. See, it's hard to explain, but in that, in that, in that world of, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu, it's so... It's like the Rabbani Shlomo in, in Moshe Rabbeinu's universe is, is like unknowable. Like, Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't even know where he's buried. Means the Rabbanu Shalom and Moshe Rabbeinu universe is like an unknowable God. It's unbelievably deep and profound and it's mysterious, but it's, it's ultimately intangible. The, the, what does the Rabbanu Shalom want of us? The Rabbanu Shalom wants of us to be able to experience Him, to be able to feel dveikas b'Hashem, to feel attachment to God, not just, not to be lost in that, but to, but to, but to fabreng with the Rabbanu Shalom. And that demands a planet Earth. That demands tangible reality. The Iker Chiddush of Yiddishkeit is to go from Yehud and then to go back down to planet Earth and realize that planet Earth is not a place that's a concealment of the Rabbani Shalom. Planet Earth is a way in which we experience the Rabbani Shalom in tangible, in, in, in almost tangible ways. That you could mamish like, that this world is a world, like the, like the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you know, in the, the last, the last uh, Maimur from the Friedrich Rebbe and the first Maimur of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the last Rebbe was Basi Lagani. And the Iker Chiddush, the, 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 the Maimur was basically about this Indian, that, that this world, you could look at it in two ways. You could look at it as a world in which the Rabbani Shalom is, is, is absent from, but Afal Pikein, you can figure him out, you could figure out that he's there like Avram Avinu. Or there's a way of saying, no, 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 no. this world is not, is, not, is not absent of God, and I could just like deduce using you know, philosophical methods to figure that there once was a God. This world is a gan. It's a garden of e- it's it's mamish gan Eden, and this place is a place that is it it, it, it the Rabbanu Shalom is so much deep is so present in the world that 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 everything I touch is literally like Hashem's presence, and I don't have to dis- disassociate from the world in order to find Him. 
the world is is just another expression of God's love for me and God's and God's presence in my life. The blue sky is not a is not concealing Hashem's presence from me. That I have to figure out a way how to prove that there must be a God. The blue sky is a is 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 smiling at me. That's what the blue sky is. And when it's cloudy, it's Rebbeinu protecting me. And when it's raining, it's Rebbeinu giving me hashpah. It's not it's not physical things that stand in the way between me and the Rebbeinu And somehow I have to be smart enough to figure to the, to figure to find God despite those things. No, no, no. This world is is a Gan Eden. This world is the Rebbeinu Shlomim's. The Rebbeinu Shlomim is 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 is, is, is packaging himself. And giving himself to us in tangible ways. This is a way of, of and this is in, in a certain sense a deeper experience of Elokus than just Yehudilah. Because whereas in Yehudilah, the Rabbanishlam is purely spiritual, I guess you can say, and purely esoteric. But when you move from Yehudilah, and Yehudilah then moves into Yehudilah, then what emerges is that God is so deep and so profound that He's both intangible and tangible at the same time. And God's not spiritual more than He is physical. He's not physical, not spiritual, He's God. And because what's, what's revealed from that, from that moving from Yichud Ilah back to Yichud Tata is that God is, is so deep and so profound and so, uh, and so mysterious that I could actually experience him in areas and, ex- and dimensions of the world that I thought until now I couldn't. Because our very notion of thinking that I could only experience God in Ruchnius is also a man-made construct. That's also an idea that we're coming up with. Who says that God can't be found in the physical world more than the, the spiritual world? Because we assume, it's coming from our but we assume, okay, well, physical is, is, uh, is very, earth, very low, so in Melech, you want to find God, it has to be outside of that place. But it's also, it's also Kivyacha limiting God's presence. But the truly, the, the unlimited infinity of the Rabbani Shalom is such that he's found above as much as he's found below. Like it says in Pasuk and Tilim, Emesek Shemaim Shamata, Davenach says, if I go to heaven, that's where you are. Emeret Sha'el, and if I go down to the depths, Inaka, behold, you're there as well. And that's the Chiddush of moving from Yichud Eilat to Yichud Tata. And this is what, what it means. When we go from Vezay Sabracha, so Vezay Sabracha seems to be the end. It seems to be the highest point. It's Yichud Eilat. But immediately then we say, no, 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 no. The highest level is to then merge, go from Vezay Sabracha back to Bereshis. It's almost as if going back to Avram Avinu. But now Avram Avinu is no longer the person that's firmly rooted on planet Earth and just deducing that there's a God. Now Avram Avinu takes on a new form. Now Avram Avinu is rooted in planet Earth and, he, and he's seeing the Rabbani Shalom in planet Earth from planet Earth. This new form of Avram Avinu is called Davra Melech. Ratzadik writes in a few places that Chazal say already that Chazal compare, comparing Avram Avinu with Noyach, but Chazal say that Avram Avinu was called a Chassid. Because I'll say such a thing. Avram Avinu was mischassid in Kainai. He was called a chassid. And Ratzadik makes an observation. He says, Avram Avinu was called a chassid. Pasik says, Davra Melch says, Shomer Nafshi ki chassid on. It's a capital tilim. It's a Pasik in tilim. Davra Melch says, I am a chassid. So Avram Avinu is a chassid and Davra Melch is a chassid. So Ratzadik writes in a few places, Mamish this lush, and Ratzadik says that the beginning of the Hizgalus of Davra Melch was with Avram Avinu. Means the whole Indian of David and Melech, the Chiddush of David and Melech is not Yehudah Tatos pure. Yehudah Tatos by itself is Avram. Yehudah Yilah by itself is Maishar Benim. 
Davra Melech is Yichud Eilah, moving back into Yichud Tata. That's Malchus based David. So on, to a certain degree, so what's Matzah Shabbos? So Shabbos, the six days of the week, that's Avram Avinu, so to speak. It's, uh, we're in this world and we're stuck and we try to figure out that there's a God. And then Baruch Hashem, you're able to ascend from Yichud Tata from the six days of the week into Shabbos, that's called Yichud Eilah. And then what happens, Matzah Shabbos? What happens, Matzah Shabbos, is not that you just move back, back to where you came from. You ascend to a higher level, which is Yehuda Ilah into Yehuda Tata, the higher unity into lower unity, which is the site of Davra Melech. And that's the Chiddush of Yid. The Chiddush of Yid is to be able to live in the world and to say, no matter what's going on, Basi Lagani, this is Mamash Ganeden, and this is where the Rabbanu Shalom is, and everything in my life is Mamash and Matana, straight Matana from the Rabbanu Shalom. It's straight interaction. It's not this, it's not that. It's not this uh, shliach. It's kuloi elokos. It's all the rabbanu shleilam, and because it's all from the rabbanu shleilam, so it's all taiv, and it's all taiv. I see it. I don't see it. It's all taiv because the rabbanu shleilam is good, and everything he does is good, and everything therefore I have is good, and that's what it means to be a chassid. That's that. That's the definition of being a chassid. One of the it's one of the basic definitions of being a chassid is to be someone that's that like the Abdul Rav says to to. Go, you start low, then you go high, and then you zeichet to go low again. But now that going low again means to merge yichudi low with yichudi tata. It means to go into the world and to be mekayim mitzvahs, learn to daven, to do all things of this world. Where now, and that's the, really the chiddush of of Tyra. The chiddush of Tyra is is that to, to connect the rabbanish lelam, you do physical things. Every other religion that was that's man made, their basic philosophy is is that in order to connect to God, you have to do things that are not physical. You have to, you know, more aesthetic things. But by Yiddishkeit, it's quite the opposite. The more, the, the, the Adra, but you do things, you, you use the material of this world to find the Lekos. Because the Lekos that you're trying to find with the material of this world is not a Yichud Tata, and it's not a Yichud Ilah. You're trying to find Yichud Ilah within Yichud Tata. That's the secret of Davra Melech. No, we should be And this Chos of that's why, by the way, just to, just to explain, the month of Cheshven is deeply connected to this. Deeply connected to this, the Sefer Yitzir writes that um, that every single month has a particular letter of the Aleph base. The letter of the month of Cheshvan is the letter Nun. The letter Nun, mm. and the letter Nun is the, the the word the word Nun. Nun has different different meanings, but uh, Nun means Malchus. It means kingship. It means Malchus. So in other, in other words. The, the, a nun, on the one hand, what does Malchus mean? Malchus means Yichudetata. It means a lower unity. It means that you live on planet Earth and you serve a king that's above. That's Baruch Shem Kvayd Malchus Levanvod. On the other hand, the word nun, Nuneyama, in, in Aramaic, the word nun means a fish. And a fish is a fish, and the ocean is always a code word, always something symbolic of, of, of Yichud of something that's completely lost. And completely nullified in its root. The halach is that fish are not cons- fish come from the ocean. Right? They're they're created from mayim, and according to halacha, not only are they created from mayim, not only is their origin mayim, but they, they even even after they were created, they're still considered to be water. The halach I've mentioned this many times. The halach is that fish are not a chatzitza in hilchas mikvois. Fish are not a chatzitza between the person and the water. Right? It might be gross, but fish are not a chatzitza. <laughs> so why is that? Because fish are considered mayim. Fish have this quality of not, that they are where they come from. That's Yehudah Ilah. That's the higher unity. We come from Eilam We come from a higher place. And fish means you're still, you're still in that higher place. 
So the word non, the letter non, means both things at the same time. It means malchus, it means kingship down here, which means Yehudah Tata, and it also means a fish, which is the name of Yehudah So what is it? The answer is, the one to Cheshven is the name of Davra And Davra means Yehudah with Yehudah like I mentioned today is that the Malchus based David was never damaged in the month of Cheshman. And it always is like this. Whatever, whatever goes wrong in that month, it means that the end of that month is to be in it, and it could have been, and it will be, Bez Hashem, a month of completing Malchus based David. Because this is the Shlemus of Malchus based David, of, of connecting of Avram. When, when you start from Avram and you go to Moshe, and then that turns into David and Melch. That's what Malav Malch is. That's what Rish Chaydesh Chesh Ben is. So Hashem should bless us. We should talk about to establish and to reaffirm and to rebuild Malchus based David with this acceptance of being chesidim, of being able to be happy and willing to go into the world, to misak in the world, to uplift the world, to illuminate the world with with Torah and Avaida and Gilas Chasadim. Should be to experience that. May I niglim be as called tzedek. May every man on.